Good afternoon, yeah. gentlemen, ladies. The BJ back. is back. It's We're been back. some time, and um, I miss you guys. I miss you guys too. Yeah, people out on the streets have been asking about us, wondering uh, if we're still alive and what's going on. Yeah, well, we are alive and well, and uh, fortunately and unfortunately, we are doing our final episode of the season. Of the season. Only. Of the season. Don't worry, everybody. Don't worry. Just the season. It's the season finale. It's a season finale. Yeah, so maybe at the end there'll be a cliffhanger. Oh, carries you on to the next uh, season. This is it. This is a cliffhanger. This is a cliffhanger right here. This is our Breaking Bad episode right here. Yep, I agree. And we're going to end it with a really good bang. Today we have a really good episode. Okay. But, as always, we're going to start off with Irk of the Day. Yes. Something fucked with you a little bit. You just, you woke up, pissed off, something happened throughout the day. What is your Irk? Mr. Weasel, talk to us. I'm going to go with uh, the mushrooms in the front yard. There's mushrooms, and that's an irk? What kind of mushrooms? Yeah, it's an irk because they're not, uh, they're just like the basic, I mean, maybe garden poisonous variety if you ate them. How do you know? Um, I just heard that the ones <laughs> in the front yard in Southern California are not the ones that we want, so I had to go out there, shovel them up, shovel mm. them out into the garbage bin. Yeah, I mean, it's not much of an irk, but I mean, that's good. That's good if your only irk is, uh, is mushrooms in the front yard. There could be way worse than that. I hear you. But, uh, yeah, these were not the type of mushrooms that I would baggy up and give to a friend. You wouldn't, you wouldn't try them? You wouldn't Absolutely not. No. No. Not All these right. ones. What if the previous owner maybe had something growing there? Like, uh... Like shrooms. Well, okay, well, the house was... Previous owner was 1972. Well, so those are know. some spores that... Maybe your mom. Some hippie spores. Your mom. Dude, your mom. Some 1972 hippie spores that... Just throw them on. Yeah, could be. Just sprinkle them. There's still two left. All right. Well, try it. Let's say we're going to Brent's house. Give one to Robbie, maybe. Yeah. See what happens. See what happens. Before class tomorrow. (sighs) Matthew, my Eric went to my parents' house. Far as shit. I was in Beaumont last night. Spent the night. Mm. Supposed to be at a basketball game by twelve. Left at ten fifty. Hit the fucking stupid traffic because the sixty. They want to shut the sixty freeway down. It has a name. What is it? There's like a oh is it, yeah what's the name? Sixty swarm or yeah there's always one of those there's a there's a there's always a name. There was one for the four hundred five. I remember it was Armageddon or some shit. Car- Carmageddon. 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 So this yeah. has a name. Oh, Carmageddon. I don't yeah. know what it is. But you hit it, it. Pissed me off and it was shut down. I had to go to two fifteen. I was trying to get to um, City of Industry. I had to take the ninety one to the seventy one to the sixty just to go all the way around. So if you guys know what that is, where that is, yeah, completely. <laughs> The fuck out of the way. Trying to get to a noon start time? Yes. Mm-hmm. I got there at 12.30. Pissed me off. Paving late for sports events. Everything else, I don't really give too much. You know, fucks about, but... Right okay, on. Yeah, that's, that's an irk. Piss me off. Uh, my irk is uh, had another soccer game. My uh, 10-year-old son's soccer game today, and we lost again. Shouldn't have lost, but we got uh, smashed. It was like 5 to five to 1, I think it was. Wow. And uh, I'm a pretty hard parent on my kids. Especially with their sports, but uh, yeah. I don't know, you've gotten a little soft lately. I've gotten a little soft with my uh, younger son, my six-year-old. I've gotten a little soft with him. I barely hear you out there anymore. Yeah, Yeah. well, I think soccer's a little more, it's a little more intense because it's it's very quick. It's it's a fast-paced sport. So, um, anyways, there's also a little more contact in in soccer. Did he he have a showing him how to give a little more contact. So anyway, what was that? Did he have a poor game? He had an okay game. 
he had an okay game. Um, could have done a little better, but uh, yeah, not too much of an irk. It's Sunday. It's uh, other than that, my Cowboys are winning, so uh, we'll see how that ends. Yeah, they usually um, win the first half every week, and then what? No, it's the other way around. We always get our ass kicked the first half, and then we always come out and we're like stronger at the oh, end. Oh, okay. So, so this, this week we'll be take the lead in the first half. Yep. Give it away in a second. That game's currently on. Right? It's currently on, so let's hurry up and wrap this bitch podcast, up. <laughs> well, we have a very, very special uh, segment today, and today yes. we are going to ask a trip. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, what that is, I've actually, I have my buddy Clint here. Clint. Hey, hey. Hello, bro. Thanks for coming. Good to have you. Thanks for coming out pleasure, here. Pleasure cool. to be here. Uh, Clint is actually, um, he and I work together. We're on the same real estate team, oh, okay. if you will. So I've known Clint, uh, I've known him previously, um, but we just joined the same team and we've been Sweet. working together for the last month and a half, two months? Yeah, roughly two months. Two months, maybe a little longer, but I've been a little MIA. Well, anyway, um, it was just recently that Clint and I had a very special moment Ooh. with one another. It really was. Staring into each other's eyes. Like open house. Got lost in each other's eyes. And uh, what I did not know was that Clint is also very into and has experienced psychedelics mm. and the trip for therapeutic purposes. Like marijuana. Not so much. No, very wrong, my friend. Oh, I don't know much about this stuff. We'll go in. We'll dive deep into what it is but anyway Clinton and I had a very special moment like it was it was cool because again Clinton was a really cool guy I liked the dude but as soon as we uh, I noticed that we connected on a total different level you know as far as um, what life has to offer how we can evolve more and right. kind of tap into this um, consciousness right uh, it was it was just a very profound moment and to hear him talk about his experience was even more profound. So without further ado, we want to certainly ask Mr. Clint yourself about your experiences. And um, Clint, how long, well, let me ask you, when was your first um, experience of a psychedelic? Like how far? First of all, what is a psychedelic? What is a psychedelic, yeah. Clint? Uh, to me, a psychedelic is going to be anything that uh, really changes your frame of mind. Um, and I like to say anything that's, you know, more than weed. Some people say weed's a psychedelic. Yeah. Uh, I could agree with that at certain times. I've definitely achieved semi-psychedelic states under, you know, heavy, heavy doses. But, um, you know, I would say, you know... Um, like mushrooms and LSD and ayahuasca and wow. DMT and iboga ayahuasca. and all these. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Some so people may or may not know what these things are. Yeah. A lot of words. Can that that. A lot of words. I think yeah. when people hear certain words, they're like, oh shit, that's like too out of this world. I shouldn't even touch that. Oh yeah. That's the frame of mind. Maybe weed is like more acceptable now, but yeah. when you're like LSD, oh shit, that fries your brain. Yeah, frying his brain, yeah. total fucking druggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Right. Yeah. Low life loser. Like, you just, you start to think all these, you know, taboo, right. um, you know, uh, words that are yeah. associated with this type. The but, dare program comes back. <laughs> the <Yeah>. dare program. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it was funny because I just saw the weasel's face and he was so, he had like this huge smile on his face as he. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's very yeah he's very intrigued in what we got to uh this, this might be his next today. uh his next stage of life right yeah. here this might this be his might last be, stage yeah. of life <laughs> 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 every podcast motivates me so how long um so yeah so that's in your you know that's what a psychedelic is to you um so how long ago well actually let me go back how uh when was the first time you tried a psychedelic and what was it can i ask how old you are now yeah, I'm 35. Okay. I'm 35 right now. And uh, very first psychedelic I took, you know, other than weed, was mushrooms on a houseboat in Northern California uh, on Lake Shasta. And it's, if you've ever been up there, it's like the wakeboarding mecca of the, you know, Sweet. Western United States. Absolutely beautiful lake. We were up there, it was like a senior trip and um, turned into a, a, a two-time senior trip uh, my buddy's <laughs> brother gave me uh gave me these mushrooms we all took them and um do you I know just, what you took it was probably a little over like in between like a half eighth and an eighth okay so it was cool. a good amount yeah you know definitely not to change your state you yeah. know where you know we'd have been kind of used to smoking a little bit of weed and getting all giggly and yeah. shit and then you know we tried these mushrooms out and uh, I'll never forget next. The next thing you know, the sun is setting behind the trees, and I'm like looking at the trees. And then the next thing I see in kind of my head is like zooming in on the trees and like watching like the insects live. This is like Shit. in my you know, and I'm like, whoa, my imagination is so free right now. Yeah. Wow. And uh, I just remember we were all like in this very kind of like connective laughy you know state where the egos all kind of dropped and everybody's just like in arms having a really good fucking time where you know prior sometimes we can push you apart from people because you get so in your head that you can kind of start repelling connection because you're just like freaking out a little bit and whereas you know the mushrooms kind of tore all that down and you know we just had a wonderful fucking night so that was wow. the first time. Yeah. And how long ago was that? I was, uh, well, I was 18. So yeah, quite wow. some time. Yeah. It was wow. just after I graduated high school. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have any inclination to wanting to continue to do mushrooms after that? Was it like a one-time experience? You know, being that naive to it, it was like you, you try it and it's like a, it's, it's in the midst of a party, right? So yeah. you associate that. Right, you right. go, oh, yeah, this is something you do when you like really want to party out on the lake. Um, not taking into any consideration that this may be medicinal, may be good for you, yeah. can, you know, create all this beautiful stuff, neurogenesis, all yeah. kinds of cool, cool things. Uh, was all not even in my scope. So it was just kind of associated with like a party yeah. thing. And uh, so I didn't, you know, every, and it was kind of like every, you know, every once and again, you kind of hear somebody go like, hey, so-and-so's got some shrooms, you know. It's always like over around the corner somewhere. Yeah, it's yeah, never yeah. like just right here. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's like, if you, you want some, I can get some kind of thing. And I never really wanted to pursue like heavy psychedelic travels, um, you know, yet. So yeah. that came a little later on. Nice. Mm-hmm. Wow. There's the couple types of mushrooms: a psilocybin, yep, cubensis, mm-hmm. yeah, and then there's a there's a hardcore one, like a red one. It's got a name. I there's forgot. millions of different types of. But the most common one that people are using is the psilocybin, psilocybin. cubensis, yeah. blue, and the, yep, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so that was your first experience, and then it was just like at a party setting. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't anything like, you know, too special, I would say for, you know, there wasn't anything profound about it, other than like, 
all my friends and I, we all had a really good time. You know, that was like, a, you know, yeah. for, for yeah. your post-high school summer memories, it was a pretty damn good one. Oh, for sure. Wow. Yeah, that's looking rad. So the yeah, gate opened fun. after that and you just were like, damn, I got to try some other shit. It kind of like, you know, popped open because only after did I start to find out that people are scared of this shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, that yeah. I was like, what, people are scared of this? And, you know, everybody. I'm scared of it. Yeah, they, yeah, they, I, they am, I am too. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess when you're with a group of dudes that are like comfortable, like, and it was my it was my buddy's brother and his friend who they were like the cool kids, yeah. You know? yeah. And so they were, you know, like, hey, we're doing this. You want to do it? And we're like, so fuck yeah, so let's the group roll. You're with like, is uh, yeah, important. No Huge. Yeah, the group you're with of people is important for the vibe. Yep. So yeah. I think that's when you would actually have a bad trip, right? You experienced. You, you had explained that you had a really good time. I mean, you guys. I mean, you're was a everything kind of changed, but it, it, like your egos dropped, right? But I think it was because of the people you were with, you know, you guys were having a good time, like you were with people that you knew that you trusted, mm -hmm. right? I think if you're not, and you're maybe fighting some other type of demons, then you can have essentially a bad trip, right? Yeah, like don't do shrooms at the DMV, or, you know, <laughs> a shitty show with a musician you don't like, or, you know, fucking Costco on a Sunday. Yeah, there's all these things, yeah. places that people decide to do shrooms, places that are just terrible ideas. Um, go out in nature yeah. with people you trust right. yep. and have, you know, somebody that can look over you. Yeah. Uh, the wild thing was, is that my buddy's parents were on the houseboat as well. So they just, and they were hippie parents, you know, they still are. And so they were just kind of like, <laughs> the kids are up on the top deck, you know, going crazy, having fun. Probably smoking and, marijuana. Oh yeah, a whole lot of, <laughs> yeah. how, many, how many people were there in the group that did it with you? It, well, there were five of us that were all kind of partaking. Did you, uh, after your uh, trip was over, did you feel like a closer connection with the group? Like you had gone through something together? Yeah. Them? Yeah, definitely. It was kind of like, you know, we went we went into this cool, you know, mental, you know, cool meta state of just being and just yeah. enjoyed each other. And uh, and then, yeah, like come to find out later that, oh, shit, like not only is this not for everybody, but, you know, some people are absolutely terrified to even try yeah. one of these. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So, so, like I've smoked weed before, mm -hmm. so I know how that, <laughs> I know what type of effect that has on you. So, like... Piece by piece, what actually happens when you take it? Like, how long does it take till it hits you? Roughly, like, 30 to 45 minutes, I feel. Okay. Like, you'll start, and then you'll kind of feel your your natural smile just kind of wants to perk up. You'll feel your, your, your cheeks <laughs> want to, like, flex a little bit. Okay. Yeah, right. and so then, and then you'll start feeling it, you know, in your face, you know, and then... And then for me, it was kind of, you know, the, the distortion and the visuals, okay. you know. That, that you like, can't control, right? Yeah, you're like, here we go. Like, like the, the plane's taking well, off. With cannabis, sometimes people are like, you're searching for a hallucination, you know, yeah, it's yeah. out of the corner of your eye. With this, it's, and, you know, you're, you, you, it's going to happen and you Regardless, don't have to right. make it happen. It's lift off. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. The yeah. lift off happens. The vision changes. Yeah. What is that? What is that next up? It's, you know, and then, and then uh, some people should know that if you've never tried it before, there can be like a, a minor sensation of nausea mm -hmm. in your yeah. stomach. You can turn your stomach a little bit and then, you know, you'll be like, oh no, am I getting sick? Am I going to throw up or something? 
don't throw up. Just write it out. Somebody paid good money for those mushrooms. <laughs> so just write it out. There's a lot of process in growing those fucking mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate them. Appreciate yeah. the nausea. It's all part of it. You know, you almost got to earn it. You know, you got to earn that trip a little bit. So, you know, all once right, that subsides, right. by that time, you're pretty kind of swimming in visuals. You yeah. know, you really feel like you're more so along for the ride. And, right. you know, once that you're in it, you you're almost so you get in it or you can get in it so deep, you know, if say if you're, if you are taking it, what they call a hero dose, mm-hmm. something that's, you know, more than, you know, three grams, five I, grams. You know, I, I now you're just, dose. yeah. And they call it hero dose. <laughs> I want a hero dose. Damn. Yeah. And then you, then you're just kind of like now subject to mother mushrooms, if you will. Yeah, and right. just, you know, you're just, where are we going? You know, I mean, and, and just enjoy it. There are yeah. A lot of visuals. You close your eyes. It's super visual. There's a lot of uh, a lot of moving parts. Yeah. You know, don't uh, you know, don't, don't don't do anything. Just enjoy <laughs> it. <laughs> like lay down in the living room or some shit. Go outside. You know, and, and enjoy it. So, um, and that lasts for hours. You wow. know, and then um, I feel like it, it relatively turns off pretty quick. Okay. Um, mm. And then you'll notice you're. It's not like this long. Got you kind of get the weed over sometimes if you smoke. And you're like, God, I just feel tired now. Oh yeah. Like yeah. yeah. It's like the the mushrooms. I feel like you know you just come off and then you're like, Holy shit, I'm back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, That's crazy. Yeah. And, and I mean, then the best thing about that, really for me, is you get this sense of like it's good to be back, and I miss this, and my life is mm. good. I'm no longer uh, swimming in mushrooms with, you know, uh, you know, for hours. I'm now back in this world with like a new appreciation, appreciation and perspective. Yeah. yeah. Would you yeah. say it's about four, five hours? Yeah. Strong. Yeah. Strong. And then, like I said, it just kind <laughs> of goes whoop strong. and it's gone. But I mean, you know, you'll laugh. Sometimes you get these laughing fits and you just laugh so hard you'll be crying, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, that like hysterical, you know, laughter that is just... It's therapeutic on its own. Yeah. Um, and then you throw all this other goodness in there and hey, what a deal. Yeah. So have you ever had a bad experience? No, not no, I haven't. Not yet. Shit. Yeah. I, I, I hope. I hope. I have because I've done the psilocybins a few times. Yeah. And one time I really made a really bad decision and I did them went to Disneyland. Oh, oh yeah, that was not a good place to do it. That's the happiest place on earth though. No, yeah. it was not the happiest Too place on earth. Too yeah. many moving parts. That's yeah, insane. it kind of like it gave me like anxiety and going yep. into the bad trip and dwelling on negative thoughts. So instead, mm-hmm. instead of the euphoria and all this happiness, it was like a paranoid. Oh my God, this, I'm here with families and they they think I'm a low life and they know I'm on this hardcore <laughs> drug. And I remember being on, in line for Space Mountain and you know you get the lines where you come around and you have to face everyone. So you go down away and you're you're coming down the aisle and everyone's I got the sunglasses with my buddy. Just like all zoned out, everybody knows, everybody knows, and my heart's pumping, we're like nervous, you know, anxious, it wasn't good, it wasn't a good feeling. So, what I discovered is like the place that you do it uh, is is very important, nature. It's key, Don't Don't do it in a place with a lot of strangers, you know, people you don't know and you don't have control over their actions or, Mm -hmm. you know, or a situation where if you start feeling uh, odd, you know, you want to be in a safe, feel safe. Yeah, definitely. Most definitely. So that uh, that's like when you said uh, you you're, you people are afraid of them. Like you're afraid of them because you of the unknown. Yeah, I'm afraid because fun. I've done them and have like uh, some bad trips. Oh, okay. okay. So mm-hmm. of the times I've done them, you know, I've had a couple times where it made me think. Now, 
what if I go back there? What if my mind, you know, my mind has lost control and I went to a, right. a, a negative spot. Fear. It's really fear. That's what it is. You get all scared of everything. Oh, my mom knows her. Oh, man, the cops are coming, you know, and my mind just looped and I got a little bit out of control. Damn. But the other times that I did it were the euphoria, the laughing fits, the connections with the friends, and, yeah. you know, that was a, that makes me want to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That part's beautiful. Yeah. Clint, what was your next experience after that? So that was around 18, 19 years old, your first. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It was that and then I feel like I didn't touch anything psychedelic for years probably five years thereafter yeah and then um, somebody one of my buddies got a hold of some fucking salvia yep and it's I believe it's a sage yeah. plant and apparently it's legal and oh, you can shit. buy this shit Bottom online yeah. they'll send it mm-hmm. to you you Ooh. smoke this shit and it's like being shot out of a fucking cannon <laughs> Uh, yeah. You know, where you're just for about a minute or two, yeah. you're just yeah. gone. Like you're just so yeah. gone and you, you find yourself just kind of floundering around in this weird disconnected state. Instant? Where you yeah. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Instant. Yeah. Bye bye. And it's smoked. You so did that shit too? I've done that. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. And it's yeah. smoked and uh, the more you can kind of like, like weed kind of you're high. Yeah. This stuff, if you kind of smoke a good amount, you can go really deep with it. Yeah. And it's not uh, it's not as euphoric and fun as uh, no. the shrooms. There's nothing fun about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's very visual, like the mushrooms, and a lot of hallucinations, but it's a different type of, uh, you know, not as comfortable. Yeah. No, I remember I, I, we smoked in my, my buddy's place, and I, you know, hit it, and then I laid down the, on the ground, like in the living room. <laughs> And as I was kind of like, whoa, I felt like, oh no, this like Harley motorcycle rode by and it was so fucking loud. <laughs> and it was like, Bruh! and I just couldn't process what that was. And I was just like, holy shit. Like I didn't know if it was me or like I was dying or what the fuck is happening. So I just like, like kind of freaked out. And my buddy, you know, cause we weren't doing this like at the same time. So he was kind of watching me and then I would watch him. And uh, I remember I just like fucking grabbed him, like a, like a, like like he was like my dad or some shit, you know. I was just like, oh man, you know. And uh, and, and I remember as it started to fade, you know, I could just I just remember repeating like, it's good to be back. You <laughs> said like two minutes, and if, yeah, two minutes. like two minutes, two of, hardcore minutes. Yeah, but if the minutes feel yeah. like forever, or what? no, they don't really. It feels like you know. I felt like the time was yeah. normal, but when when it, that two minutes ended, I felt a little edgy. Yeah, like the mushrooms, a little different ending. This kind of had like an edgy feel to the end. Yeah, and yeah. for a good like 20, 30 minutes after, I just felt a little edgy and like tight. Yeah, yeah, it did give me the a similar sense of the it's good to be back feeling kind of like the mushrooms game where it's like you're back, you know, you're not dying anymore. You know, yeah. there's like this little weird new discovered level of appreciation for yeah. life, you know, that you're just like, Holy shit, right. I survived. And, uh, you know, <laughs> right. so, it is. Yeah. so essentially that, that would say that your experiences while under the influence is fucking terrifying because you're, you feel so good to be back when you're, yeah yeah it's kind of like a lot of things that you know you can put yourself through in life 
usually you're scared. Right. And then you kind of get to know it, and now you're like, oh fuck, that wasn't so bad. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, it you know, I know I I'm not dead. I'm here, I'm now, and uh, you know, let's go on with this life. So um yeah, those were like the first two I'd say like pretty profound ones. And uh it wasn't until later that I've discovered um, you know, what DMT is. Mm. And I've read about that. This is like a whole dimethyltryptamine is a whole different ball game. That was your next experience after. Yeah. Years later or Yeah, year years later. It was uh probably another four years later. I'm interested to hear what this is like compared to the shrooms. Yeah, so totally different and my DMT experience came from I mean, surprise, surprise, I uh, got interested in it from the Joe Rogan podcast. Yep. I, I was listening to Aubrey Marcus speak about his ayahuasca experience. Nice. And so he was talking about ayahuasca, you know, his trip down to the jungle, you know, the Peru. shaman, yep, the Peru, the shaman, the, you know, being like in this place where they've been doing it for hundreds, if not thousands of years, yep. you know, all the, the benefits to it, the visions, like how profound it was for him. And I was just, and that sparked an interest in me like I've never had before because it sounded wow. fucking terrifying. And the ayahuasca apparently little, literally translates to like the vine of souls or like some of them call it like the little death. Yeah, so probably, just, yeah probably go somewhere crazy yeah and uh, there was something and then you know so from there I was like well I need to hear from some people who have tried this other than this guy that's on Rogan's podcast so yeah. I started looking up all these testimonials and there are tons I, I probably listened to like 30 testimonials of people that have tried this and they you know they went down there to Peru in the jungle with the shaman and did the whole like very traditional kind of experience and it uh and you know these weren't just like hippies these are like lawyers doctors businessmen professionals you know and then you had your mix of like but the hippies and the doctors and the lawyers were all kind of saying the same thing this is one of the best things i've ever done in my entire life like for me and uh and it was transformative it wasn't like haha giggly ride like mushrooms it's fucking work you know, you go in there and you're going to face darkness, your yeah. darkness, the things, the, the, the emotional weight that you carry around, yeah. emotional scar tissue that you've built up over the years. Mm-hmm. And so um, when you go into these ayahuasca ceremonies, you're going to face a lot and it's not even going to make sense. Uh, it's just going to be very emotional. It's going to be fucking wild. You're going to see the visuals and shit, but it's going to be real intense yeah. and this navigable and I say navigable because some people uh, smoke DMT okay. and is the ayahuasca and the DMT is that the same thing so there's DMT in the ayahuasca apparently ayahuasca is in the I'm uh, oh, sorry DMT is in the ayahuasca vine and then they uh, mix when they're making the ayahuasca they take the vine they cut it up they beat it like to basically like splinters and then they put it in this like pot and then they add these leaves called chacruna leaves and apparently, I think, hopefully I don't get this wrong, it's like a, an anti-alkaloid that kind of balances out the ayahuasca. So now you have like a more navigable experience. Whereas the DMT is kind of like salvia in the sense that like you get rocketed out, it's drank. So you drink it. The DMT. The, the ayahuasca oh, okay. yeah, is in a, in a So drug. when you started doing the research on ayahuasca and DMT, you, rent, you went through all these reviews 
And then what did you do? Were you just like, I got to do this? Let's fucking do it? Yeah, I really wanted to do it. And some people say, um, you know, from the shaman to everybody, or a lot of people that worked with it, they say like the, the medicine, they call it medicine, will call you. And so I started to feel that call. Like every time I, I heard another testimony, I was like, I want to do a little bit more. I want to do a little. And by like the thirtieth one, you know, I'm like, I gotta look into this. I gotta look into how to do it. Yeah. So. So you did. You fucking. It's gotta be hard. What'd you do? Did you yeah. fucking so call your neighbor you and just say, Hey, I want ayahuasca, or what did you? You know, I I went online. I started researching like. Where can ayahuasca. you do ayahuasca <laughs> in Peru? You know, and it was like you want to go to Machu Picchu, you can get up there. You can go down in the jungle. So Aubrey Marcus was talking about this place where he did it in the jungle, and um, I so I was like, I want to do it in the jungle. That sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm doing that. I'm doing it in the jungle for sure. Yeah, we want to go down in the shit. You know, like yeah, and Peru. see what the yeah in Peru, the real Amazon, not your giant online mall. The real deal Amazon where you can like, you know, really soak up all of that for what it's worth. So this is where it got kind of crazy. I found this place and then um, I don't want to call it out just in case anybody's listening and then this sways them. But it was it, it just didn't give me a good vibe. Got it. it didn't call to me. So then I, I looked at this other place and this is called the Ayahuasca Foundation. They're still around. They're expanding. They're a really awesome place. And I, I started seeing like a lot of the testimonies that I was reading were from them. Mm. And then I was like, okay, well, let's see when I can do it. So I started checking the schedule. There's only like one, um, there was only like one retreat, one two week retreat that was available in the next like couple months. And I was like, okay, I want to do that one. So I started looking into it, you know, checking all that out. And I'm like, okay, before I book that, I should probably go see about getting a flight. This is this was fucking crazy. So I go and there's only one airline that flies into this little town called Iquitos, Peru. It's a tiny, tiny little town. You can only get in there by an airplane or a boat. You can't even drive in the city. I've been oh, there. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. really? Yeah, I've been there with my dad. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow, that's wild. Yeah, we shit. flew into Iquitos because we did a little one week on the Amazon. But, uh, hey, fuck. Yeah, shit. Yeah. Wow, that's wild. Yeah. Oscar, bro. Yeah. yeah, you get it. Yeah. Just a couple hour boat ride up the river. But uh yeah, so the I I go and I'm checking Copa Airlines. And I look at their, you know, their calendar of the month, right? Every fucking day is booked solid. There's nothing available except for the one day that I need to be in Iquitos to get this started. It's calling you. Yeah. And I'm like, it, does it get any more clear the universe yeah. speak? Yeah. So yeah. I was like, boom, bought the flight. Boom, bought the retreat. How much is the flight? Uh, I think it was when that bad. It was like much there. it was like I want to say like six hundred, seven hundred bucks. What, what year? Trip. What year is this? This is like two thousand thirteen. Oh, okay, say. okay. Yeah, that's six yeah. hundred years ago. Yeah, not yeah. too long ago. Uh-huh. Right, and so then I'm like, "Fuck, I'm set." Okay, how much, was, how much was the retreat? It wasn't too bad either. I want to say it was like a little over two G's, but I mean that's like this is this is including six ceremonies. You do one every. The other day. Oh my god! In two weeks. Because when you said two weeks, I was like, okay, you come in, maybe we get ready, and then on the third day we do it, and that's our crazy day. Nah. And then the rest of the time we just think about what we did and oh, no. we, like walk around the rainforest and you look think at rocks about it, and then you do it again. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. No. So six ceremonies in two weeks. No. How many people were no. in the ceremony with you? So you get to Peru, you get oh. and. What's next? Yeah. Is it? Uh, so we get there. There, There's myself and Six. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight other people. 
and so there's eight other people there, a bunch of the staff. You're you're in this village. You know, we got to Iquitos. We get in a boat. We're going up the river. It's like an hour and a half up river, and you get to this village that's for uh, the Shipibo people. And um, they are like so removed, right? They're fishing for their food in the water. Oh, they're they're living off the land, you know. Shit. They're like real, real people. Yeah. Lovely, lovely and people. And you're with eight random people from different countries, or are they all from Peru? No, there was like a couple, there were like three people from outside of the states, and then everybody else was like outside of California, like oh, shit. girl from like a couple, like a girl from Ohio, girl from New York, you know. Like so, we all it was definitely like this hodgepodge mix yeah. of people that all kind of came. Came, you wow. know, uh, and you know, some people came and they didn't even know what they were getting into. Some people were just like, "I just want to like try this," or you know, one guy came with his mom. I, I know <laughs> we're, we're getting ahead, but did anyone was anyone not able to continue with the ceremonies? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There was I just one. Know that. I, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. did you even? Ch- who did you go with? I went by myself. Fucking Damn. solo. Yeah. Just book it. Let's go yeah. down to Daikitos, oh, man. I don't know if I could roll in Daikitos. Yeah, it by was myself. Yeah, and Iquitos is a, is a wild place because apparently, like, Iquitos' economy was booming in the 70s because of the rubber industry. Mm-hmm. And then some motherfucker goes down there, takes a bunch of, like, rubber tree seeds, takes them back to Asia, starts farming out these rubber mm-hmm. trees, and now it's like nobody needs rubber from Peru. And then, right. um, so their economy just kind of froze in the yeah. 70s. And then now it's just kind of like, you know, these lowly, like, casinos, and, like, it's just like the economy is just almost at a halt. Um, entire really, you know, dependent upon tourism, but even that is like not, you know, exactly the the most desirable location. Yeah, uh, yeah. Some place in the middle of the Amazon right. in Peru. Gotta be ready for that. Yeah. So, uh, but went out there solo. You know, it was just like yeah, everybody. All my friends are just like, boom, don't fucking die. You know, everything's gonna kill you out there. You know, and and um, I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna go into this with an open mind and Excited. an open heart and just see where this goes. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it was it was it was magical, man. It was it was definitely definitely magical. The first ceremony, you know, you you go in there, you get your like intention, like what do I want to work on, you know, what do I want to dress here, and then they kind of like give you like a you know like a trial size, see how you do with how it. How the body right? reacts. Exactly. So okay. if you don't want to make sure you don't lose your oh. shit. Jump in the river. What did that do to you? What did the trial size do to you? Um, you felt it? Yeah, because I'm like pretty, <laughs> I, I like, I react pretty quickly and pretty effectively to most substance. Like, whether it's the mushrooms or the mm-hmm. salad or like weed or, you know, or whatever. It, 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 when it hits, it fucking hits. And so they gave me this little cup and I was like, whoa, here we go. <laughs> it's yeah. just like a small shot. It was like a shot glass or a big It's one. like a cup. Felt it's, it within five minutes? No, I'd say like about 20, 20, 30 minutes. Okay. And so like in that 20, you know, the, the shaman who's like, you know, there's a shaman in the, in the center. We're, we're in this, basically we're outside in this giant gazebo. It's like they call it a maloka. It's a thatch roof, like gazebo, basically. It's huge. And you're sitting on your mat. You got your bucket and a little roll of toilet paper next to you in case you, you know, you get a purge, a little thrown <laughs> up in a bucket. And, uh, and then the shaman sits in the center. And so the, you know, the, the shaman will kind of look at you and kind of decide, like, how much you get. And so, you know, they saw me. Profiles. You yeah. know, I'm, you know, like 6'3", like kind of bigger dude. So she was just like, all right, you're going to get, like, <laughs> you're not getting the Dixie cup. You're getting, like, oh, yeah, here you go, fucker cup. And so. Tall uh, camp. Yeah, 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 exactly. And um, down it goes. Tastes like, the, you know, it tastes very earthy. 
it's uh you know it's definitely more like it's not like water it's like a sauce kind of thing you know okay. you, you you get it down you sit on your mat 20 30 minutes you start seeing what they call like the sacred geometry the visuals and stuff like that and then when it really starts to like come in on you you know you now feel like what they call mother ayahuasca is like now occupying damn near every cell in your body is that a good feeling or is it a struggle or at first, yeah, it's a struggle because yeah. you you feel like your your body's kind of being and I, I don't want to paint like this terrible picture for everybody, but it's like you kind of feel like your body is being taken over. Damn. Like your mind's you you yeah. know your mind is now all you have left, and even that is kind of like not <laughs> really, you're not behind the wheel so much anymore, right? You're just kind of along for the ride. And this is the, the trial run. This is like the trial run. Yeah. So you're so then they call it Mother Ayahuasca. Uh, she, you know, she's doing her thing. You can kind of feel in it going around your body. You start feeling like little sensations in different parts of your body. Um, and you're you just know, chilling on a mat. I'm there. sitting on a mat just like, and, and all the eight other people are doing the same thing around this shaman. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're Yeah. Everybody basically in the first 30 minutes is like, okay, prepare for liftoff. Mm-hmm. And then from like 30 minutes to like an hour and a half. You're like fucking in it. You know, some people, they really tell you you should try and sit up as much as you can. And like in a lotus, you know, cross-legged Indian style or whatever lotus position where, you know, because if you sit up with it, you have a much better chance of riding it out. Whereas if you start hunching over, you bring your shoulders over, like ayahuasca will start to win. You'll start feeling like the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Some okay. some of the girls were doing that. <laughs> so right away, just go yeah, to just the middle. <laughs> you know, and you start hearing like crying, and like some people are just like you know starting to purge, you know, throw up a little bit. Yeah. And and by the way, prior to this, you don't eat after lunch. You don't drink water after four, and then the ceremony starts at six thirty. So you don't have anything in your stomach mm, except okay. this little cup of ayahuasca. Yeah. And so when you do go to like, if you have to purge and you know, you got to throw up in the bucket, it's only going to be whatever was in that cup. Yeah. Uh, and, um, it turns out a whole lot of the emotional shit that you carry, you yep. will, you will throw up as well. And yep. that's like what they call the purge. So you'll feel like you're, you're getting some shit out of That's kind of cool. So, so that's, like that. that really is. Yeah. And then, you know, I don't, I don't know if you're. <laughs> some thoughts you've been holding on to for so a So everyone time. goes up, it's like, it's going to make you throw up. It, it, it. Uh, the odds of you are of, throw, of you purging and throwing up are extremely more than high. half of the people. Yeah, I'm way more than half. Way, okay. It's meant yeah. to do that for you to get out like all that emotional shit you're talking wow. about. Yeah, and a lot of the people that don't purge are the ones really holding on to their shit. Uh, you know what right. I mean? The ones that get don't <laughs> more. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you, you know, once you let it go, it's kind of like you know, if you've ever had a really rough night you know, drinking or something and you have, you know, you're just like, oh, I'm now just going to throw up for like an hour. And then like, you know, you're like, this sucks so bad. But after like the fourth or fifth time, you're like, you're like, I'm kind of having a good time in this weird way. You know, like, I feel like, like this needs to happen. And like this euphoria kind of like crashes over you. And then so with, with the ayahuasca, it's like you're getting all this shit out. And then once you kind of like get it all out, trip comes after you. Well, it's like a lot of the visuals kind of like fade away. And now you're like in a more like a clear state and you start to feel now like the benefit of this Mm. and you start to feel like this glow. This like warmth. How far in is that? Maybe two hours after, like yeah, three. Yeah, about two hours in. About okay. two hours in, and then you, you know, they about that's like roughly like halfway through the ceremony, and then they'll check in on you. 
And they say, you know, hey, Claire, how you doing? And, you know, I'm just sitting there like, what the fuck? You know, like, I'm good. I was bad, but now I'm good. And, you know, this is, and they go, you know, do you want to, do you want some more? And so I, you know, I'm like, well, I came to fucking party. So. <laughs> is that first I came night? to fight these demons yeah. at the party. First session. This is the first. We're gonna session. go again. Yeah. 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 A couple hours later, we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna drink a little more. Oh, mm-hmm. so we're gonna go back. Yeah. Yeah. So, Clint, in your experience, did did you want more? Because you, I mean, you said you wanted to party, but what was the reason why? You, was it just complete curiosity, and you just, or was there something that you were? fighting or facing I mean what was it for you you know yeah. that made you want because if you want more sometimes it's you know if, if you're just doing it to party you know what I'm saying I think you're gonna get a different experience and effect from it yeah. versus if you're you know you're facing something right you know what I mean because you even mentioned it before some people that don't purge you know there may be ha- you know they yeah. maybe have some more ego Mm-hmm. you know tied up and or they're facing some deeper shit yeah mm-hmm. i don't think it's the same for everyone regardless of your weight definitely you know not. yeah definitely not like everybody is definitely gonna have their own journey yeah. um you know every not everybody's you know purging in unison everybody's having their own very unique experience for sure and you know when i you know say i came to parties like say that a little facetiously but i mean like you know like i came to go like yeah, let's go nice. let's see how far experience we can go. it yeah. You know, I don't want to say I came down to Peru and I stuck my toes in the water. Yeah. I want to cannonball into this shit yeah. and find out, you know, how far we can go. Right. And uh, so there it was. And then also, I should say that, yeah, at the time, you know, I was at a point in my life where I felt like I was carrying around like some, yeah. you know, emotional baggage, mm-hmm. you know, some bad, you know, failed relationship stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just maybe like some stresses that I've been carrying, you know, on my shoulders for, for quite some time and not addressing them, you know, like we just put them in the bottle, like most of us do. And, uh, and I felt like if I'm going to go and I'm going to, you know, get the most out of this, then I want to open myself up to, you know, seeing what this medicine can do for me. Mm -hmm. And I don't think by me giving, taking it lightly, will it serve me as well? Right, so that right. it was like, I, I really want to like give, give into it and see where we go. Um, so Plus yeah. you were like $2,600 in deep. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like any, any other, um, you know, you yeah. go on a fancy cruise, you yeah. know, you're like, well, I'm in that buffet like four yeah. times a day. Yeah. You know, you're like, you definitely want to get the most for your money too. Um, but um, so that was just like night one. And, what? Uh, how long did that go till that night? Like midnight, or was that deck away into the morning hours that night? Or did you wrap it up, go to bed? Is that something you do like after that first night? Eleven thirty, the ceremony ends, so it's about five hours, you know. And then you know afterwards, I was feeling fucking great. I was shining like a diamond, dude. I was just like, I felt light. I felt happy. I was glowing. Now, mind you, once again, everybody has their own experience. All right. I was one of the only people feeling like that. A lot of other people were kind of like, what the fuck just happened? Uh, you know, it, like it stirred up a bunch of things. It jumbled up a bunch of their emotions. They didn't know how to really process it. Yeah. And where I kind of like did a lot of research and prepared myself pretty well, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, there came like the blessings from it because I was... I was ready to receive, right? You know, and it, I was ready to let go, and I was ready to receive, right. yep. and uh, and so I think a lot of people, a lot of other people that came down there, 
They didn't really know what they were getting into. Maybe their intent wasn't as clear and they were having a really hard time processing yep. what the fuck just happened to them. Mm-hmm. Um, where did I go? Now yeah. where am I going? Yeah. And uh, so it was, I was, you know, very fortunate in that first night to get more out of it than I expected and honestly like anybody else really expected too. So night one, if that was it, no more day two through six, you're content. It would have been beneficial wow. for sure. Wow. Yeah, it definitely would have. But, but the shaman said five more times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, and so, you know, kind of fast forwarding through it yeah. all, you know, by like the sixth time, you know, everybody's kind of like. Oh, the dose is higher each time? Well, the second time, yeah, because, you know, once the, the shaman, you know, she's she's looking over you. And she's in the middle of the Maloka singing these songs. They're called Icaros. Uh-huh. They're like songs dope. of spiritual protection. You know, they're singing. She's got her, like, palm frond, like, rattle. She's And she's singing these beautiful songs they've been singing for probably a thousand years down there wow. that, like, clear the space of, you know, bad energy or whatnot and, and songs of protection for you in this experience. So it's like... She's watching you the whole time. She's gauging everybody. She's watching you. And because she saw how well I was doing with it, I think that's why the next five ceremonies or four, five, no, four ceremonies were um, brimmers. Like she was giving me full cups. Like, like I would, she gave me the cup and I was like, and so, you know, you're slamming that. And then what happened on the fifth, after the fifth ceremony, she ended up like getting super sick and her son got super sick. And so she couldn't do the last ceremony from the ayahuasca. I know. I think that there was, they were saying that she might've got malaria, but which was wild too, because they were telling me that like, there was no like malaria in this area, in this general region and area. And so they were, you know, that she was like a surprise that she even had these like symptoms and her son did too. Um, so what, what, whatever it was, like she was down, like she yeah, just couldn't yeah, do it. She couldn't do the last session. Anymore. So they call in her brother-in-law and he's a shaman who's like, this is like in the family, by the way, women shaman in this are very rare. And she, her father didn't have a son and she was the firstborn. So he was like, I'm going to teach you the ways of the shaman. Mm. Like this is your, and she was, she was ready. So she's down and calls her brother-in-law in. He's like a known like curandero, the shaman in the area is like a bad motherfucker. Like he is like super well-versed, well-trained, lots of experience. Like he's just badass. So he comes in and he's just like, hey, how you doing everybody? You know, like he, and he's in Shipibo. He doesn't speak any English. He doesn't speak one word of English, but he's just got that. That feeling like, hey, yeah. you guys are going to have a hell of a time tomorrow night. And so, you know, he's cooking his ayahuasca, you know, and he's just like whistling and shit, you know, just having a good old time. And he makes this stuff and we're like, okay, what's the difference between hers and his? And they're like, well, his is going to be a lot stronger. It's called, <laughs> we call it cockroach honey. And I'm like. Damn, that sounds like sounds some shit. Uh, and boy, oh boy, lo and behold, the last night, it was, I mean, yes, the, the, it was very thick, very viscous, very hard to get down, and you know, you hold it, and that night was like the best night of my life. Like, uh-huh. it was just amazing. I mean, full-blown third eye opened up. Um, I could see, like my energy and like other people's and 
I was seeing like, you know, basically, I don't even know what to call them, like metaphysical beings, you know, in yeah. the place. And it was yeah. like, it was one of those things where like, you're, you're so clear and you're not even, I'm not even going like, whoa, this is crazy. You guys see all that crazy. It was like, my mind is clear and I'm sitting yeah. there and I'm going, what the fuck is that? That's fucking amazing. Yeah. You guys look amazing right now. <laughs> I look fucking amazing right now. This is insanely amazing. And um, and they were, you know, when they did the check-in, you know, like, hey, Clint, how you doing? I'm like, wow, this is the best fucking night of my life. I can't believe it. I think I just met God. This is fucking crazy. Like, I love you guys. I love this place. Like, thank you. You know, and it was just this overwhelming sense of like love and joy and like connection that you know you kind of like will have um in other kind of psychedelic experiences but on just a way way higher level yeah um and uh and once again you know when it's all said and done i was just like god damn you guys are doing like god's work down here this is amazing this is like and and by the way they're not pushing anything out anything on you they're just saying hey Go, just trust, go with great intent, and um, and you'll see Mother Ayahuasca kiss you on the fucking forehead. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, before you went, compared to when you came back, did you did you feel a big difference in your life, in your mindset? Huge, huge. All the things that I was carrying around with me were gone. All of my emotional baggage was gone. All of my, like, irrational fears in life were gone. Wow. My relationships were way more made way way more warm and connective and yeah. true and less like egotistical. Um, it was it was all like. Do you think your friends or family noticed a difference in you? My, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. My dad picked me up from the airport, and uh, he was just like so fucking happy for me. He could tell. He's that's like, cool. I can see it in you, son. He know it. you went downport. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's fucking cool. Yeah. He actually was, like, so happy that, like, when I came back, he was like, hey, can you get me on a plane down there? Like, I'm, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, yes, you know, if you really want to do it, you know, we still haven't done it yet. But uh, but he, you know, he really did. He saw the benefit of it and and um, and everything, all the greatness that came from it. And then they call it the ayahuasca glow. And um, it's real. It's yeah. so it's so real. And um, just a lot of your bullshit you carry around just kind of melts away. Um, after uh, a two week is it necessary for you to do that experience again you know what and this is the thing they they were saying it's true it's like the medicine kind of calls and the medicine kind of tells you when you're good and uh and the medicine told me i was good and i don't and i still to this day just don't feel like it's calling me back to to do it it was it was great enough that it was like hey all right we came we saw we conquered yeah you know yeah as well Makes me want to try it. Do yeah. they have that in the United States? I mean, or is it like only like a people getting it here? Yes. Yeah. It's it's still you know it's not legal, but uh, people are doing it. People are getting together. Um, I know a group of people that do it in Joshua Tree, of course. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like the place, right? Uh, and uh, there are there are some groups of people that are getting together. They're getting like t- real trained shamans, and but there's also some groups of people out there that are just getting ayahuasca, trying to make it themselves yeah. and trying to wing it. So you do need to be careful. It's from a plant that's grown, or what's going on there? What is it again? Yeah, so it's a vine that okay. grows in a the, rainforest in vine. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 
I don't know if I trust uh, I a I'm, shaman, I'm an American crazy. shaman. Yeah, you have to go de- deep down to the Amazon. I was thinking where like the guy can make my bedroom humid. No, no, <laughs> you're not. that fine. You're, no. Like if the a guy, grow, like a grow house. If the guy's asking you in complete, perfectly English, you know, hey Brent, how do you feel? If he's singing Here's you hip hop songs instead yeah. of. <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 Yeah, if you're like Icaros or like Tupac's hits, like, <laughs> you should probably go check a professional. You said um, you also had a DMT experience. Yeah, yeah, that was most recently. That was um, most recent. Actually, just like a, a couple weeks ago. How does uh, that you come across something like that? Does it sound like people manufacture or, or what is it? Yeah, so people do manufacture DMT. Often, oftentimes, you know, you find like a like a crystalline form. I always thought it was smoked. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of it is it is smoked. My the time I tried it, apparently there are DMT vape pens out there now, which are wow. a whole different ball of wax. Uh, you know that I think is kind of fucking dangerous. Um, I don't really think that people should just go getting DMT vape pens and like, get a burning <laughs> man and fucking hit it like it's a stizzy. You know what I mean? They, they need, people should be careful. What was that like? Um, well, the the DMT that I did was smoked. I didn't do the vape pen. Apparently, they're available on like the black market and you know dark web black market kind of thing. It's very hard to get a hold of. But um, the DMT that I tried, I was because I met a guy in uh, Costa Rica that I went to a. This is a whole different story. Um, iboga. Iboga is a, a, a like a West African shrub, which is like a very very intense experience as well, psychedelic that lasts for about forty eight hours. Yeah. It's very deep. And so anyways, he was he was one of the guys working with the medicine down at this retreat in Costa Rica uh, a couple months back, a few months back. And he was like, hey, have you ever heard of this thing called 5-M-E-O-D-M-T? And so 5-M-E-O-D-M-T, yeah. And so that comes from this Sonoran toad. Oh, yeah, the Arizona. frog. That's what I was going to yeah. say. The from frog. This is the toad. Okay. So uh, Mike Tyson, I heard him talk about it. He, like, changed his life, brought him out of, like, this super serious, like, yeah, like, yeah, depression, kind depression. Of, yeah, all that stuff was compiling on him, and he, he's like, the toad, the toad. I'm like, yeah. and then I heard Rogan say it, and I was like, what the fuck is this toad all about? So, you <laughs> yeah. know, and then this guy, you know, one of my buddies in, in Costa Rica, he's like, hey, I work with this stuff. I'm going to be coming to California with it. If you want to try it, here's my contact. I'll, you know, let you know when I'm on the way. And so, you know, they take this toad. They, like, dig it out of the dirt. Uh-huh. Toad's, like, you know, totally fine and alive. Um, they wash it off. It, it's, it starts to secrete this, like, venom through its skin. Yeah. And they wipe it on a pane of glass. Oh. And then once it dries, then you can take, like, a scraper and scrape it off. And it comes off in, like, you know, like a shatter, like a... It's like a like a sheet, almost looks like you know, yeah. like a Jolly Rancher sheet. You know what I mean? Crystal meth, basically. There's yeah, yeah. I've never seen meth, but uh, yeah, so like, back, oh back. yeah, bring it back. Yeah, yeah. yes, kind of like that, um, but it's not blue. And uh, so it's like this, you know, kind of tan crystal, whatever. And then so um, they, you know, they, they they bag it up. They put the toad back. You know, it doesn't it doesn't hurt the toad at all. Apparently, they don't have to kill it or anything. And and then they um, they harvest this stuff and then take it. Um, to where you know you go to a nice safe place and uh, and smoke it. Now um, I was able to do it in LA. 
Um, it wasn't, you know, uh, an undisclosed location. Uh, <laughs> but somebody's place it was a safe place. It was like, a, and these people had like experience with it. So I, I felt like I was in good hands and it would be, you know, plus once again, like nobody's ever died from this. Uh, by the way, I don't think anyone's ever died from ayahuasca as well. It's like a very, very safe um, DMT experience. And, if you're with uh, the right, pe- right people, I'm assuming. Yes. Right? Yeah. But. Yeah. Don't like go up on a uh, yeah. in downtown yep. and drink a cup of ayahuasca. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, uh, the, but the DMT, the, the 5-MeO is like known to, they call it the God molecule. Apparently it's like this thing where you just smoke it and then you will feel the separation of your ego uh, completely. And you'll just, and what's left over is basically like you are like this infinite being of like love and light and you'll if you let go, you'll go straight to that place. And, um, you know, it's basically you you don't have thoughts. You don't have anything. I was in this place of, like, warm, white, light. And very similar to one one time I was in the, the, in the ayahuasca ceremony, I got to this place where I got hit with this white light. And it was, like, love. And not, like, you know, love of your parents, but, like, like the utmost feeling of love and connection you could ever feel and it was white and it was warm and it was bright and i just remember like what is this place and the eeriest thing was is that it was familiar it was something like i had felt like i was home and i have been here before and so i got there in an ayahuasca ceremony and then the dmt this 5meo just took you back takes you right back there and in, a, Quick in, class. in like 15 seconds. How's it taste? Is it of a... It's like a little sweet. It's not like, like a little sweet smoking. smoke. No. Uh-uh. Like that. It's like a little sweet. And, you know, but it's definitely, you know, smoky. You, you know, you're smoking it. You blow it out. You lay back. Immediately. And then you just let go. And the sooner you let go, and I could feel like in my leg. Like my leg didn't want to let go. Like it was still shaking. <laughs> and then once you got that leg to stop shaking, you just kind of like are gone. And there's just this spot this place of bliss and like like i said warmth and love and light and everything that you're just like fuck this is what it's all about yeah this is this is what it's all about and i remember feeling in an ayahuasca ceremony very similar like a feeling of just being transported to that spot once you let go that you're and there's nothing how long was the dmt smoking like 15 about? minutes a little bit longer than like the salvia thing yeah about, mm. about 15 minutes but so what happens after 15 minutes 15 minutes back immediately you kind of like okay this is the this is like one of the coolest things about it is that when you come back it's like you come back from the dead mm. like you're like coming back from the dead and then there's this reintegration which is your identity which is your ego <laughs> and now you're just like I was gone, like my infinite yeah. being, and then now my finite meat bag that I'm carrying around right now <laughs> yeah. is now going to come back together again. <laughs> and so when they meld, you have this newfound, once again, appreciation just for not only like the life you live, but who you are, who's in your life, yeah. the things you love, you know, like everything that's beautiful and it is now like accentuated and you're like, fuck everything else is bullshit yeah this is what it's all about (laughs) yeah it it really really is and so you're sitting there just trying to like holy shit that was so intense you know it's like you're gonna be back i'm i'm like laughing i'm crying because i'm like laughing and crying and i'm just happy and i'm just like i fucking love you guys like this is such a great 
thank you for doing this. Like, this is amazing. And then, he, you know, about 15 minutes go by from that. And he's like, okay, we're going to stack another one. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, just oh, gonna, like, 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 I just how, got back. How like, often can you do this? You yeah. know, are people doing it throughout the day? Smoking DMT throughout their day? I don't. I mean, so, fuck, I would feel bad for people that do that. It's a little too much. Okay. Yeah, I think it would just be too, yeah. too much. Yeah, it's way too much. It's so much. Okay. And, and so basically like 15, 20 minutes go by and they're like, all right, now we're going to like stack. You're like, you ready to go again? And I'm just like, ah, I can like, I'm like barely back. Like, hang on, hang on, hang on. They're like, okay. You know, and then, yeah. And then, he, you know, then they come over they're like, okay, here we go. So then I did a, a synthetic DMT and then that trip was totally different. It was kind of like, I'm gone, but I still have my ego with me. And right now, there that same night? Like right after? Yeah. A different type of DMT? Yeah. Wow, you're sampling. Like yeah. DMT sampling. Yeah. <laughs> Doing the DMT wow. flight. <laughs> yeah, the and, DMT cafe. Yeah. And um, that was like a completely different experience because the synthetic was like, it didn't take you as far. It was kind of mm. like, it lets you bring your ego with you, but you <laughs> go back to the similar space. You're like, okay, this is kind of more so what it's all about yeah. is being in that place of like light and warmth and, and love, but while carrying your identity with you. Mm. And I was like, okay, there was a lesson in that. And then, so then that kind of fades. And I came back a lot quicker from that. And then, so then the next one, you know, 20 minutes go by and he's like, all right, now we're going to hit you with one. The gift oh, and so, yeah. And so they gave me like this big, monster, big daddy, DMT. Big, big daddy, five MEO toad <laughs> hitter. And uh, I just fucking like fuck. took off. Just lay down. Went right, yeah, I laid yeah. back, went right back in that space, let go completely. And I remember feeling so comfortable there now because I was just mm. there. Damn. You know, now I'm yeah, just like, right. I'm there, I'm blissful, I'm comfortable. It's like, I know who I am. I yeah. know where I'm at. I know I'm coming back, but this is the most beautiful space you could imagine being in. This is fucking what it's all about. And then as I'm coming back, I feel this, this feeling that my first thought is, I'm good. Yeah. I don't need any more. I'm good. Yeah. And then you just, and then I told him, I was like, I'm good. I looked at the guys. I was like, I'm good. <laughs> like, this is it. Like, I'm done. And they're like, all right, see what it is. Goodbye. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gets up, waves, That's walks gotta, out. It's got to be pretty tough to get that. Yes, you know, it is. Not just every slanger out on the street slanging DMT baggies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I, no, I would say. That's pretty rare. I would again, try it if it was some random DMT. Again, yeah, yeah, who you're with. Yeah. Right? I mean, Clint had mentioned that they're they're checking in. There was two guys with you, right, at this final yeah. DMT experience. Could be some coaching. A hundred percent. Yeah. 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 And, um, you know, but they were right there with me. Oh, and the wildest thing was, too, on the last one, this was, this was crazy. This is the only, like, kind of, like, dark thing about it. I felt like as soon as I kind of came back that I was going to throw up. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck. And I'm laying on my back. I'm kind of incapacitated. And I'm just like, I'm going to throw up. And so they put, like, a towel under my neck. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Now I realize I don't have to throw up, but I feel like from my fingertips to my toes, this like flexing, like tension. And it was like, Mm. and I started like almost like I'm purging. Like I feel like something is coming up. Something is coming to my face and I'm just going, and it just like all like came out. And it was like, I threw up. No, but I, I mean, I, I, don't, I let something out, but no, no, no liquid, no solid, no green. Something left me. 
Yeah. Some kind of like shit. And I, like I said, it started from my fingertips to my toe tips to like literally came to my core and then up and out my mouth. And it was just like, <laughs> and then I was like, what the fuck? And it was just like some, some darkness, some shit that had like left my body. I don't know what it was still yeah. to this day, but whatever it was, was good that it left. Wow. Yeah. So, like so you'd recommend it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. The world would be a better place. If do you feel like, like it does anything else other than like the mental aspect, but do you feel like it has any other medicinal purposes outside of just like having a better mentality? Maybe like certain things like, I don't know, all the other like illnesses out there. Like for example, like seizures Mm. stuff like that cancer mm. prevention or alzheimer's or stuff like that yeah so i've read you know i've done research on it um you know helping with neurogenesis you know to rewire the brain like yeah. you had mentioned yeah. so um i'm currently um booking a flight for my uh for two-year-old daughter to go down go to do. peru um for an ayahuasca <laughs> but no yeah i, I, I was I, like what <laughs> <laughs> like damn daddy okay so um no but yeah that's you know I, I totally do believe, you know, and um, for the research. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. The, the, I think that, the, you know, the ayahuasca is like been called it like a, a medicine and yeah. it does have physical benefits. Um, you know, I don't know how much of this has been substantiated by, you know, like Western medical science. But I've definitely heard that mm-hmm. people have gone down there and found, you know, relief from certain yeah. ailments and illnesses that even mm-hmm. like manifest it. And then the, the one thing is, this is where it gets kind of like, you know, woo woo is, uh, if this whole thing isn't woo woo, uh, is that the, uh, <laughs> the shaman was saying, he's like a lot of your physical ailments are actually like energy stuff that you're carrying. Yeah. Like when you're, um, not balanced correctly that yep. you're not you know uh, that you totally have makes sense bad inner like basically energy blockages will yep. happen in the body and then they, they can like manifest physically right um this is like the idea anyways and even if you subscribe to them that's not what's happening but the brain is so powerful yeah. that you know if this is just one big old fucking placebo effect who cares who's, yeah, it's going who's, it's it's yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it, it's working so um but i have heard you know that Ayahuasca, like, combined with certain plant medicines and diet changes and all this stuff that, like, people have... I mean, I remember reading this guy, this doctor that, like, was given, like, three months to live, and he was like, fuck you, I'm going to Peru, I'm doing... I went on a plant diet, and he started doing all these plant medicines, ayahuasca, and then he came back and got some scans, and, like, the same doctors, his friends, his comrades were like, we don't understand this. The, the, can- the cancer's gone. We don't know how uh, you beat this. Yeah. And this is a miracle of science, and he's like, it's not a miracle of science. I told you what I did and it yeah. worked. Um, so I didn't have anything like that going on, but I can tell you though, that if you have a heavy head or a heavy heart, um, that this can definitely benefit you. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's not for the faint either. You gotta be, you just you have to face be brave it. enough to face, face it, take it. And, um, you know, knowing what you're, you're going in for, you know, you have to tell yourself, right? And prepare yourself. Like, what am I going like, to, that's why I had asked you, like, what are you facing? What, you know, what do you want to take away from this? Because you're certainly going to get the experience, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to allow you to face these demons, you mm-hmm. know, and sure. be the, in this secure, safe, you know, zone. Um, because if you're not, if, if you're 
you know, ultra fucked up and there's people and you're, you're fucking, it's not measured, you know, uh, equivalent to what you're supposed to, then I think, yeah, you, it's, it'll be a big mental fuck. Cause you've heard, I've heard of people, you know, having really bad, um, LSD trips, you mm-hmm. know, to where they become suicidal and it's right you know, again, it's not, um, so I'm going to be careful Pro, with, yeah. you know, you can't, you, can't you got to respect it, man. Don't be reckless. 100%. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be reckless. Just, yeah, respect it. Yep. But also, you know, like, you know, really give in. If you give in and you let go, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're only going to find the greatest things. You know, most, most people that I think come out of this and have the most amount of confusion about it are the ones that will not let go. Yeah. Yeah. They just, they, they fight it to tooth and nail all right. the way through. Right. And then they just come up, you know, they come out all shook and, yeah. un, you know, um, with no understanding of what amazing thing either could have happened or maybe did happen, but they couldn't recognize it because yeah. they were just like, no, 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 no. Um, you know, one of the wild things I, I just wanted to share with you guys in, in one of the ayahuasca ceremonies was randomly when I had like this moment of clarity, I saw this, you remember Rolodex? It was like, you know, you put like a, a series cards. of cards, yeah. Yeah. cards yeah. contacts and you would just, yeah. and you could flip through it real quick and it would just, brrr. so I saw like a Rolodex slideshow of all of these times that I forgot about when I was a child and where, where I was either being shown love or connection from like aunts, uncles, cousins, brothers, friends, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa. And it was like, it just went, and it was just yeah. like, these are all the times you've been loved and you forgot about, Clint. Yeah. Remember Fuck. these things. These are important <laughs> memories that you should not just forget about. Yeah. You know, these are the things you, it basically was showing me that I've always been loved and because you've always been loved, it's basically your duty to show nothing but love. Yeah. You know, even in like the toughest times, this is what it's all about. It's, it's the love in life. Everything else is bullshit. Just, mm. just know that. And um, it happened in such a way that it was like, fuck, I can't really argue with that. You know and I mean? you didn't go in, you know, fighting that experience. You didn't feel, you know, go in thinking, you know, I'm not a person that's loved or, you know, I think it was subliminal. You know, and yeah. the fact that that showed up in, you know, such a lightning part of your life and experience, I think was just ultra profound in that experience in itself at that very moment. Yeah, it was. And it was one of those scenes too, where you're just like, hey, uh, Mother Ayahuasca, thank you so much. You yeah. know, like it was so much gratitude to be given for this plant to enter my body and, and show me these things that are like some people live, you know, their whole lives and never even give a look to, you know, so... um Man, it's powerful stuff. And like I said, not for the faint of heart, but if you got it in you, you're, you know, you feel like it could do you some good. Um, I, I do challenge you to, you know, go in, give it, give in. Face the demons, bitches. Yeah. Well, we are certainly, um, you know, airing our last episode of our BJ Matt. Sad. Now, and... Um, I think we're going to have this experience before our next uh, season. We're going. We got to. We're going to Peru. We got to do it. We're, we're going, going down to Peru. Down there. <laughs> we're going down to Peru. Okay. Perfect. I think Clint might have to be our tour manager. Oh, dude. Clint's taking us for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that, well, that was fucking huge, powerful stuff. I mean, um, again, this is why I brought Clint in. I mean, it's something that... Yeah, that changed my whole mindset. Year, and, you know, to my heart and my belief. And uh, I'm glad he was able to share his experience with us and you know, talk about how beneficial it was, um, in multiple 
cases and experiences. Um, so thank you very yeah, much. Thank you both. Appreciate yeah, you thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah. Awesome. 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 Yeah. Fuck. Well, I hate to wrap it up. Uh, we're a little tight on time. But, um, dude, you want to share anything else, Clint, before we wrap it up, dude? Because, I mean, that was a lot of fucking powerful stuff that just hit us. Yeah. yeah. I think our listeners are just, like, mind-blown. And they may, you know, may or may not even get it. And it's yeah. all good. If you don't, then don't even fuck with it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Chasing it, you know? But if you are, if it's, you know, some kind of therapy that's been calling you and, you know, you're looking for an outlet and... Because, you know, you hear people that just maybe abusing alcohol and it's just too much. And, you know, I mean, I think people are, you know, facing different things. And um, I mean, I think we're a society that relies so much on, like, what the doctor says or what okay. over-the-counter drug I should be taking to fix my problems. And, and Doctors reality. don't even fucking know, man. They're not even, you know, practicing, yeah. you know, stress relief or, yeah. you know, anyway. Yeah, I hear you. It, it is, you know, but just like you said, you know, really just kind of check in with your gut. Yep. If it if you feel like it's calling you, give it a good look and yep. look for little signs. You mm-hmm. know, when I saw that was the only day that I could get down there, I was like, well, fuck, I don't need any more <laughs> clearer, you know, sign than this one. Yep. And here we go. So just, you know, like just check it with yourself. You know, if you feel like it's calling you, give it a go. Just just do it. Fuck it, man. Life's too short to sit around and be suppressing shit and, yep. you know, putting it all in the bottle when you could really just like put it back out there get it at you know and and yeah. um do yourself and those around you some real good so yeah man i fucking love it awesome. i love it any other questions gentlemen no all good for in now in my mind yeah thanks for having so me interested. yeah dude thank you we all we always end our podcast with uh gratitude clint what are you grateful for bro oh man throw it out a, uh, I'm grateful for you, dude. Yep. I'm definitely like, you know, in our real estate team and our business ventures, like it's like such a blessing to have you, yep. you know, you and me in the same room, just going after this whole, you know, this big, bigger things and, yep. and doing it for, you know, other people and all the right reasons is super inspiring. I got to thank you so much for that. I mean, I want to thank you guys, obviously for being here in this room with me and like listening to the story and just kind of sharing these ideas, bringing back all these wonderful things. And, right. and, uh, man, I just got to say, I'm, I'm just really, I'm really thankful for not only the opportunity, but you know, the, this, this beautiful time and place where we can get some plant medicines from the ancients out here and through the power of the internet and communication and we can, can become aware, create a beautiful network and, and share these awesome, you know, ways to, to just say explore and yep. uh, and heal and heal. So those are the things I'm I'm super yeah. super grateful for. Right awesome, now. man. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, I certainly like to thank you for coming out and sharing your experience. I know that um, it was certainly an experience for you, and you know, you, I think you gained so much from it. And the fact that you're here, I just want to thank you for sharing your story because, again, I think it's gonna help people. You know, and that's what we're here. We're, you know, the BJ is here to help people. You know, yeah. BJs are very <laughs> good. BJ, for people. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So thanks for coming out. And uh, yeah, so um, thanks, man. Thank you. And also thank you for our listeners. Um, we're certainly going to make these podcasts uh, a little better. We're working on some some better quality. Um, we're working on season uh, two coming up. Season two. Yep. In the next few months, probably uh, we'll probably get started again maybe december january yep. um okay. we're lining up some sponsors as well so anyway a lot coming to our 
Listeners, thanks so much for hanging in there and uh, for the loving support. So um, that's my gratitude. Weasel. Uh, gratitude for today. Uh, I'm grateful for uh, personal personal improvement. I think uh, each person, you know, I think hearing uh, Clint's story, it's a it's a story of uh, personal improvement. Yeah. But uh, I think that improves the world, you know. So personal improvement, like he said, he uh, he's got the the light love that he's carrying around now from his experience. So instead of him being out there as a negative person, being a dick in the world, you know, his personal improvement is in improving the world. And I'm grateful for that. That's awesome. Thanks. Um, I'm grateful for Thanks you, Clint. You blew my mind. You uh, opened up some, some different doors in my head that I'm looking forward to opening. Um, so I appreciate you coming out. And I'm also grateful for uh, my fellow... Uh, this trio that we got here, mm. the BJ of the mm. Matt. Full season. Um, got it in there. Season. About 10, 9, 10, 11 episodes in. Yeah. Uh, we've grown closer. Talk about building relationships. You guys have been awesome. Um, and to the viewers, thanks for listening. Season two is going to be 10 times better, though. Yeah. yeah. Gotta come back. Straight too. Yep. But we ended with the fucking big bang on this one. All right, guys. Have a great time. Thanks so much, everybody. On to the next. Yes. And uh, happy holidays. Happy holidays, Thanksgiving's yeah, coming up. Shitload of holidays. Christmas. Season Fucking Halloween. Fucking Thanksgiving. Christmas. Stuff coming up. New Year's. You got a lot of good stuff coming up. But anyway, BJ's will keep on coming yes. at the end of the year. All right, guys. Suck it easy. Peace. Peace.